0: bitch season three finale episode (laughs) this is the season three finale quick take our final full episode of the season was fido with samantha bitchin episode Mm -hmm. we haven't recorded it yet (laughs) but here or we haven't recorded the end of it yet but whatever we are here to answer some of your questions because we posted on the socials we like hey you guys can ask us anything we want to i said i will literally give you jordan's credit card numbers several people asked for that but because it's the finale i think we would be remiss to not also just talk some about the movies that we've seen lately uh, or that we've seen since the last quick take which has been a while it has because we had like a couple two parters, which sort of took the spaces of what we would do quick takes for, or where we would do quick takes, and uh, yeah. So it's been a while. We've watched a lot of movies. Lots of movies. Lots of movies. We are movie fans. <laughs> we like them. We eat them for
1: breakfast. So, I've been drinking. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll go through mine and and maybe talk. A, I'll say which ones I've seen and say the ratings of them, maybe. And the ones I want to talk about more, I'll just go more in depth with. Is that fair? Sounds gay. I'm in. Okay. (laughs) I think the last movie we talked about was old. I feel like we've covered that. Snowpiercer's next. Loved it. Gave it three and a half stars. Remember me. Thank you, Kayleen, for that suggestion. Uh, And thank you for that wonderful trip of really realizing what was happening in the end. That was... distasteful very
0: low blow yeah uh, yeah. uh i've never seen the movie for that reason because i found <laughs>
1: out what happens at the end of it i had no i was like no thank you i must have missed that train because i had no idea i think she brought it up in an episode train saying, huh is train the
0: mode of transportation that you missed mm.
1: uh ooh. oh my god <laughs> oh yikes <laughs> that that was rough <laughs> oh jeez Hmm. Yikes. Uh, Your core
0: demographic, the people you are marketing to, were alive.
1: Who the fuck (laughs) wants to watch? Oh, my God. No, thank you. I think Kayleen brought it up because she said that Dakota had not seen it, and she wanted to see his reaction to it. And that just piqued my curiosity. And I was like, okay, what is this big reveal that we're talking about? And I I remember texting Kayleen during the movie because I really enjoyed night the first 98 percent of the movie i was like oh, i don't really get this can we talk about this kayleen she's like yeah, yeah yeah but just get to the end i finally did hated it absolute train wreck i'm sorry <laughs> clue i gave three stars i had fun but it felt really long it was kind of a drag Felman louise i watched five stars obviously of course obviously uh august osage county three and a half beautiful performances absolutely loved it Suicide Squad I gave for three stars. I You gave three stars to Suicide Squad? Get suicide out of guide, my house. A suicide Squad was, it was, it was fun. Fuck off. It was fun. No, it really, I had a good time watching it, but again, it's just- Hold not, on. Let not me not read his
0: shitty ass review, guys. <laughs> hold on. I'm going to find it. Hold on. Let it's, me see. It's the No, truth. hold on. Hold on. This is some bullshit. We literally run a movie podcast. I don't know enough about the genre to have
1: an accurate opinion on this. It's true. Bitch, what do we do on this podcast? We review movies, but again, it's not a genre that I relate to, so I just, it was fine. It was a good time. It was a
0: good time. I do not approve. I'm sorry. I wanted to negative like. I wanted literally it to say negative one like on this. We're using Letterbox. We this is this is uh, not sponsored by Letterbox. But if Letterbox would like to sponsor us, then come on, bitch, <laughs> give us some money. Uh, yeah. So Suicide Squad was. Suicide Squad. Uh, Suicide, Suicide yes. Squad. But my review got two likes, bitch. Mm. My review is: I want all the men in this movie to fuck together. Like each
1: through. other. Oh yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yes. Uh, Spiral watched with you. Great time. I also watched The Lodge. Gave that four stars. That was that was fun. It was a fun time. It was a good time. It was nice. It was
0: cozy. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the fun. Uh, the, the The Lodge. <laughs> Just kids being kids. Is the least fun, least <laughs> joyful, most. <laughs> Uh uh-uh. uh, No, not a fun time, a masterpiece, but no, 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 no. You, if you guys try to watch The Lodge and you can't make it through the first 10 minutes of the film and it, it's disturbing at that point, don't go any further because
1: it gets, it gets a hundred times worse. This, I, this is one of my more proud reviews that I, that I have, put on Letterboxd. You should You should read it. If All I, we're
0: doing is just reading your Letterboxd reviews. so you can no, skip the episode. I didn't read. i reading me. the reviews. I know.
1: I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. Uh, okay, hold
0: on. Hold on. Let me find... Where is it? Because I've seen
1: the launch too. No, I mean, I'm just saying, if you're friends with me on Letterboxd, you should read it. If you're not friends with me on Letterboxd, you should be friends with me on Letterboxd, and you should read it. It's
0: also... His review is also a spoiler, though, so you need to watch the movie first. But... Again, can't make it through the first 10 minutes. Do not watch the movie.
1: (laughs) Spy, based on your recommendation, I watched. Fuck off.
0: I liked that movie. When it came out, I was probably like, how old old is Spy? Like, okay. 2015.
1: (sighs) It it was... um, Okay. I was...
0: That was six years ago, so I was 18, and... (laughs) I was silly,
1: Gosh, dumb back then. If you want to watch Melissa McCarthy get sexually harassed for two hours, that's the movie for you. Uh, Big Fish, inspired by Kayleen. Heavy, heavy tears. Loved it. Uh, watched The Ritual. Fell in love. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and we'll go into the director of that more later, because I do want to talk about that. Here's something that... Uh, I want to talk about. I've started watching the Hellraiser movies. I'm three out of 10 right now. And I love this killer. I love these movies. Mm, That's
0: like the only killer. Like I've seen every Jason, every Freddy, every Michael, every Leprechaun, every everything. But I just, the Hellraiser one was fantastic, but I just,
1: I could never get into them. They're so fun. And the, the practical effects in these are beyond terrifying. They're incredible. They're so good. I don't know why they don't get talked about more. Well, really it's good. because I think after three, they all went direct to DVD. They so. they are getting worse as they go on, but they're still they're still a good time. They're still entertaining for sure. Okay, well, I you mean, should watch them. <laughs> part of
0: me thinks I will because it's not like you're talking to me into some sort of art house thing. Yeah, uh, they're slasher movies, <laughs> like. You know, I've seen a couple of slasher movies.
1: I just don't understand how these aren't getting talked about more. Like they're like, well, like, they'll
0: start talking about it when they do the remake. Yes, right. So
1: moving on to the Night House, which we both saw separately, um, and there was a bit of a disagreement. I don't know if you want to go into that.
0: Okay, basically, I just thought to me it felt a little bit more. Again, loved the movie, <laughs> but to me it felt a little bit more Conjuring and Insidious, and to Jordan it felt a little bit more. Uh, hereditary a 24 yeah but here's the thing I love both of those things but Jordan doesn't so me commenting that uh, I think it's interesting that he thinks that this movie's like gospel
1: when it uh, feels very much like there were specifics of this movie that felt very different. Than the one universe, the Wan universe, <laughs> the Wan universe. I don't think it's called that, but the Wan movies, you the know exactly. Conjuring yes.
0: movies, and yeah, I understand
1: the Annabells and the the
0: fucking. Here's the, I, I just I just love them all, and when you sleep on any of them, and it's completely your right to sleep on them, but when you sleep on any of them, I get defensive because I know you. I that. want you. To love everything that I love.
1: <laughs> it's not gonna happen. And
0: hate everything that I hate. It's not gonna happen. So, watch The Night House, loved it. And when I went to look up the director of the I'm Night sorry, House, if you can hear me drinking, it's because I'm drinking a margarita. If
1: you can hear him drinking, it's because he's drinking. <laughs> uh, so, when I looked up The Night House to review it, I saw that the director of this also did the ritual, David Bruckner. Yeah, and we watched was, The Ritual last night. Yeah, and I think that inspired watching The Ritual. I watched it, you know, again and loved it the second time around. And I also found out that David Bruckner is making another Hellraiser movie. And that is so fucking exciting. That is really it's cool. Like, I have faith in it. And, yeah.
0: and if David Bruckner is doing it, I, I mean, then I can clearly imagine it's going to be out in theaters he's not gonna like direct a direct to dvd thing maybe it'll go on like one of the streaming services but i don't care like yeah i think the quality will be higher because he's directed two movies at least two movies i don't know if he's directing anything else that i fucking love yeah it was nighthouse outstanding yeah i love them both
1: it was like I i think he directed vhs
0: oh okay so vhs is like
1: an anthology so um, he probably submitted. Gotcha. He submitted one of his. Did the signal southbound. I, I'm. All this to say, I am a brand new David Bruckner fan. Yes. And that just that. Is sitting he sexy? Down, Is there a picture of him? Let's see. Oh, fuck, yes. Oh my God. Oh my God.
0: People <laughs> won't. <sighs> I love a man of Okay. Glasses. So, oh. like, you can't be talented and attractive. and attractive. That's why I have no
1: talent. <laughs> <laughs> but this guy's breaking the rules <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah no i'm i am thrilled i could yeah. not i could not be more excited uh and then we watched shang chi together i loved it i thought it was great it is like
0: in my top five favorite mcu movies i yeah but you put thor ragnarok up there because thor ragnarok is bitchin directed by academy award winner taika watiti
1: That's true. I wonder if knowing that now, I think differently about that movie because I really didn't. That was like Ghost. That was like (laughs) (laughs) that's the best line in the whole movie. That was like strike three for me. There were like I did not like either of the two Thor movies, and then watching the third one, I was like, this is strike three. I just don't like Thor. I don't like Thor. I don't like his movies. Uh, But this one was a phenomenal time. I really enjoyed it. It, It felt the most Disney of. I think any Marvel movie. Totally.
0: I can see that. You don't necessarily get this from the trailer, I think, as much. But this this movie is very grandiose by the end of it. Yeah. I really don't think that the trailers show that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're thinking this is like, oh, it's an Asian superhero. Maybe they didn't go all out for it because they were afraid to spend that much. Nope. No. They put their full trust. Spared no expense. And uh, – <sighs> Last season, I did an episode by myself uh, on Just Mercy, and if you go back and look, you'll you'll hear why, and you'll hear that I fucking loved the movie. It was fantastic. That guy directed this movie. Uh, the guy that directed that directed this, and he leveled up. <laughs> like I, I, he just blew me away with his direction. Yeah, I love Aquafina is the star of this movie. Yeah, if you're an Aquafina fan, you this will not disappoint. Nope, Tony Leung. And Michelle Yeoh are like living legends. They are two of the most iconic action actors on the planet. And they are so good here. One is used a lot more than the other, but they are both (laughs) still so wonderful here. I'm so glad that they were in it. It definitely feels like another new branch of the MCU just opened up. Yeah, it it did feel different. I think it's like mystical. yeah. (laughs) Rather than like, I mean like, yeah, because like Doctor Strange is like magic and stuff like that. But it felt, it's very different. It's like fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. And the best fight scenes I have seen in the MCU to date.
1: Absolutely. That brings me to our, my last movie, which is what we just finished, which is Stoker. Stoker. I think we were just kind of. Trying to figure out what to watch, and I I was I gave you power. I was like, just pick something. I don't care. And you said, okay, we're watching this. And like, I don't. How did that happen? Where, where so, did that come from?
0: Okay, after the conversation that we had had about Nighthouse, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna look up some highbrow horror movies to show him because he doesn't like any of the James <laughs> Wan movies I show him. So I saw. I, I literally looked up highbrow horror, and this was one of them. And I well, I put it on, and I was waiting for it to get horrific, but I also saw Park Chan-wook's name, and he directed Old Boy, and he directed this movie, and I was like, ooh, shit. (laughs) Old Boy is like one of the most horrific movies I've ever seen. I knew it wasn't going to be boring, so I'm like, I'm going to hold on. I can't explain to you how nervous I was <laughs> the first maybe like 30 or 45 minutes that I'm making Jordan watch this movie it and was, it's like, oh, this is gonna, the ship is going to sink.
1: But uh, <laughs> that was, I think that's my really only critique of this movie. It was a damn near flawless movie, but it was hard to sit. Like it was boring it was as hell. I,
0: it was a slow
1: burn. Let's call it a slow, slow burn, not but, boring. But it's its sort of like, it's kind of like, I can I can understand or I can maybe validate it if it's like maybe if it takes it the first half hour this is like 45 minutes to an hour before things started actually moving it was moody it I had was, to establish a mood i had to trudge a little bit but i'm okay. glad that i did i'm glad yeah. that i did like the end of the journey was worth it it's, stunning movie yeah both visually and uh what's the word audibly yeah yeah the score was awesome the, the whole, like, piano scenes and everything. Oh, my God. The, the,
0: you guys will know once you watch it, the piano scene. Holy shit, right? Mm.
1: Oh, my God. It and was even, like a conversation, and they weren't even taught It was just, <laughs> Even the sound engineering. Like, there were so many uh, almost, like, ASMR triggers or, like, sounds that they were—you could very clearly—like, mm-hmm. what she was drinking out of that wine glass— Did you catch that? Mm -hmm. And how like you could hear her breath and her, it was almost disturbing, but it really added to, you know, the the vibe of the movie. And it was was very, a stunning movie. It was fun. Also, (laughs) one of the best edited movies I've
0: ever seen. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the way that it just jumps through time and oh my God. I mean, it was just stunning. The pacing of it. Even though it is a slow burn, it still has really beautiful editing throughout. It's hard to say, like, a movie's really boring and then, oh, the editing was amazing because, like, those two things, I feel like, like, if the editing's amazing, it shouldn't be boring. Yeah. But it it was slow. We'll say that. (laughs) That's it for me. Do you want to go through yours? I feel like you knocked a lot of mine out, but okay. I feel like you watched a ton that I did not see. I watched False Positive, which I can't, I don't know. I cannot recommend this movie. I don't know. Like, False Positive has Alana Glazer in it and Pierce Brosnan. Justin Thoreau is in it. It's disturbing, I would say. I don't understand it. Maybe somebody could explain it to me. I think Courtney told me that we needed to have a talk about this, but we just never did. We need to have a talk about this, Courtney. Absolutely. I watch Spiral again, I love that movie so much. (laughs) The more I watch it, the more I'm like, okay, this is- You're into it. Yeah, Yeah. I'm into it. Oh, The Final Girls? What the hell? I have never even heard of that. What is that? Uh, It's basically like, okay, Taissa Farmiga and her friends wind up mysteriously like going into a movie, like getting trapped inside of a movie. What? But it's so boring. I was so bored. (laughs) It was real. I cannot believe how bored I was in a movie like this. A two and a half? Because it's still like a slasher, but it was, you know. (laughs) Unsane. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That movie is incredible. I've not heard
1: of this either. Unsane is a
0: Steven Soderbergh movie he shot on a phone. Oh, that's right. I remember you talking about this. Oh, my God. It's so good. Claire Foy. Holy Hmm. crap. She was just...
1: It's interesting
0: how... Terrifying. I
1: feel like there are so many, like, music videos and movies that are being shot on an iPhone, and not too many on Androids. Anyway. Are you trying to insult my phone by saying that I couldn't shoot a feature film on it? Just saying people aren't. Like, why why would they choose an iPhone over an Android? I don't know. Well, you sound like a hater right now, Jordan. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. But
0: yeah, really unsettling. I just... I really enjoyed it. I I don't know what else to say. Oh, God. I feel like I got tricked into watching The Kissing Booth on Netflix. The Kissing Booth trilogy of movies. I did see that. Like, August. I accidentally watched all three of them. <laughs> and I gave them all one star, just so everybody knows. But I watched all three of them. And I was very nervous at the end that it wasn't going to work out. Uh, but, Yeah. Sorry, you Don't watch them. You won't
1: won't like them, but... Can't say they were ever on my list.
0: (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, I was uh, stressed out. Okay, ooh, I watched this while you were at work the other night. The Lovely Bones. Ooh, that movie is a gut punch and a half, man. Samantha could
1: talk to you about that one.
0: So good. Ooh, yeah, such a good movie. It was beautiful. I hear it's very sad.
1: Like, it's very it's
0: devastating, but like then you also remember that like Peter Jackson directed it, so it's gonna be like it's gonna have wizards. <laughs> yeah, no, <they're... laughs> yeah, exactly. No, there's just there's more to it than that. It's going to have a, a bigger scale. He tells a very personal story in such a a large way. It's just magnificent. It was. I do want to watch that. Truly it's- incredible. Yeah. Okay, so we watched a bunch of shit segments. We over. make a lot of cereal here, and we are going to. <laughs> we make a lot of cereal. We here. make a lot of cereal here. You never heard that honey bunches of oats? I do, but how is that? That, that lady's mean? like, we make a lot of cereal I, here.
1: I love her, but like, how is that relevant? I said we watched a bunch of
0: movies. We make a lot oh, of cereal.
1: I, I'm sorry about God, that. God, you. Buddy. I just. I'm sorry.
0: Okay, so here's what we did: we asked a bunch of people to ask us questions, and we got a bunch of responses. I can just start from the beginning if you want to, and we just go through them, sure. answer everybody's questions. Okay, this is from uh, Jaden. Jaden asked us a question. Hey, Jaden, how long do you see y'all
1: continuing the pod? This I feel like it's a great segue to uh, make a small announcement that uh, this will, in fact, be our final episode. Yep, yeah, guys, nice. so.
0: we're turning our uh, microphones in, we're joining the circus. <laughs> no. Uh, I, I mean, until we get someday, someday it. we will die, <laughs> and that'll be
1: the end. We'll leave it to, I don't, we'll leave it to you, Jaden. Yeah, it'll be up to Jaden. Uh, we'll stop doing this when it stops being fun, I guess, or when we, or... well, I
0: wouldn't say that because this shit hasn't been fun in a while. <laughs> I'm Just kidding. Damn. Yeah,
1: uh <laughs> I get it. Like, I, yeah, and I think, or until we run out of movies. Just, like, the
0: thousands of movies that are made every year. If there's, we run out.
1: I mean, there's there's more than, like, seven movies.
0: We will never run out. We will be okay. <laughs> we got lots of questions about your credit card numbers, for sure. Yep. Joe, our favorite guest. <laughs>
1: Which, can we from clear the From all air? eight episodes that he was on. Can we clear the air? Oh, actually, no. I guess ask the question. I forgot that he asked this. I assume that that's where you're going. Okay, well, he said... <laughs> He said, why does Nick
0: hate on me? I mean, Joe so much. I think he thought this was going to be anonymous, but
1: no, sir, because it's so much fun, Jan. (laughs) Get it. I have really always been worried that maybe he didn't know that we were just joking with him. So I cannot
0: imagine. He picks on me. No, I know. But he also wanted to know our full body measurements. I'm I don't th- know why. I'm a two. I'm a two and I'm a one.
1: Yeah. I'm not sure what that means. Not since six became the new ten and uh, two became the new
0: two. The movie we almost watched yesterday. Uh, suddenly I see yes. Devil Wears Prada. Thank you.
1: I probably butchered that line, but you, you get the gist.
0: But yeah, I, I don't know. We don't have a measuring tape. I know that you are how tall? Five, ten-ish. I'm five, 11-ish. About eleven-ish. I'm like six, three. <laughs> six, four, six, five, six, six. You have a size 22 shoe. <laughs> How big is your shoe, Jordan? A size 7. I have a size 13, and you have a size 7. We I have average feet, okay? you got little girl feet. You got delicate little girl. This little biggie went Stop to the market. It, you're taking this that little, out. little biggie Take went that home. Out. That's so
1: weird.
0: I literally I do that to Jamie. I'm like, this little biggie went to the market. <laughs> this little biggie at home. This is his, what, three-month-old niece two-month-old niece uh she is as of today okay she would be like nine weeks old this is two months a little more than two months yeah austin uh the director of who's with me the film we talked about on the rocket man episode asked what's been your favorite film that you've reviewed so far and what's jordan's credit card number i'll i'll dm you that austin you don't got to worry about that. He told me the same thing, but Austin, let me know if he if he contacts you. It is going to be so
1: funny when all of these people try my card and it just gets declined because I have <laughs> no money. So, joke's on
0: y'all. We're sitting in his money right now. <laughs> yeah, All my money's
1: dumped into my rent. <laughs> um, but what's been in your favorite movie that we've reviewed? I, that is really tough because we've got a lot of good ones.
0: Okay, that question could be answered two ways, though. What is our favorite movie that we've reviewed? Like, which movie do you just like the best? Or which movie do we enjoy reviewing
1: the best? I think I can kind of do a both. I have mine in mind. Okay, go. I feel like I learned the most reviewing Silence of the Lambs. Okay. I feel like I went into that episode. mm, That's a tie. It's between that one and The Matrix. Those two I felt like I learned the most coming out of Take 3. I felt enlightened and really appreciated both of those movies much more after doing an episode on them. Honorable mention Midsommar because it's just, that was just a blast. And I just fucking love that movie. And it was great to research it and kind of dig deep into Ari Aster's psyche. Yeah, absolutely.
0: My favorite movie that we've ever reviewed is my favorite movie of all time. And it's Halloween. That's our second episode. But the best experience that I've ever had reviewing a movie, and we're not—I'm not, not going to pick from the guests we just had because I don't want to make anybody feel bad. But <laughs> *Brigsby Bear*. Oh, wow, okay. I loved that movie so much, and I was so shocked by it. Yeah, that I one mean, came out of left field. It was a surprise. I thing. mean, yeah. I just had no idea. Kayleen suggested it, and was just like. I, I didn't know anything about it. We were instructed to not know anything about it. And yep. uh, guess what? <laughs> Blown away. If you guys, please go watch Briggs Bear. Don't watch any of the trailers. Just go in fresh. It's so good. It takes me back to uh, aspects of my childhood. The latter half, not the first. half. Um,
1: <laughs> that would be so fucked up. But, um Yeah. Of the movie of not not your not of your childhood, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the movie. It makes sense, makes sense. Yeah, I just
0: really had a good time (laughs) doing that and I just really enjoy that movie, and it's just really I don't know, it just feels good. It makes me happy. All right. Speaking of Kayleen, her wonderful fiance, our wonderful uncle, asked us, What's a movie you love that could be turned into a great musical? The Blair Witch Project. (laughs) <laughs> Would that not be a dope ass musical? I think that the fact that there's only three characters, they're just walking around in the woods. It'd be like one set, it could be one act play. What was the thing that you wanted to make a
1: musical? I oh, don't, you... I don't, I don't want to say it because someone's gonna steal it. Okay, no it's right. a million dollar idea, and if you want to know about it, if I trust you enough, I'll tell you about it. But, Got it. Uh, but uh, it's, it's gonna be a very select few that get to hear about this idea.
0: Okay, so we've known each other for like almost six years now. And right when we met, you told me about this idea and I very quickly got you a playwriting book. Yeah. And I was like, here's how to do it.
1: Write this fucking play. <laughs> it's not a good idea. It's, it's been a very, gestating. It's a very stupid idea, but uh, it's nice. it could take off. It could it's take fantastic. Off. Okay. Uh, so my immediate answer to this question would probably like my, my instinct was to go to movies that I really liked and the ones that came up were like oh, away we go like that would make a really cute musical yeah Maybe it would. something like I feel like it'd be c- comparable to like company or something where these this this couple just doesn't know where they want to go in life and they meet people along the way that kind of tell them or you know persuade them or show them life around different cities that could be so fun um, that sounds like it would get nominated for a Tony and then lose to my play make it happen. Make it happen, shit! And I just had one and it went away. That's you only need one, bitch. I know, but I had another really good one. Okay, ooh, the purge. <laughs> the
0: purge I'm gonna musical. kill you because it's legal. <laughs> step, 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 step.
1: Yes, ooh, bitch, I love that. We had just talked about it. What was it? Fuck, fuck, fuck. Oh, Big Fish. I think Big Fish would make a great musical as well. Big Fish is cute. Yeah, it would. I think it would make a great musical. Twood. Twood. It would. It Twid. 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 All right, let's move want, on. I'd want Sondheim to do both because I just love him so much.
0: That's how you get Dakota. All right. Speaking of Dakota, his lovely fiance, Kayleen, our lovely aunt,
1: wrote <laughs> what? <laughs> because it was a great segue into Kayleen when you introduced Dakota. Yeah. But now you just, you took the long way. You took the scenic route to get there.
0: Did, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which of your Letterboxd reviews
1: are you most proud of? Oh, what did I just say? The Lodge. The Lodge. I'm I'm proud of a lot of my reviews. I have a lot of fun reviewing them, reviewing movies, and uh, I, I like a lot of them. But going back to The Lodge, I was like, yeah, this one's a good one. I really, really like. But you have to have seen it to, to read my review. Yeah, you definitely do. Letterboxd is so fun. If you don't have one, get
0: one. Okay, I I'm know mine. Good. What's yours? Okay. okay, so you have to know this movie. You have to have seen this movie to get it. But it's for last Christmas. Uh, the movie uh, with Amelia Clark and Henry Golding in it. And Michelle Yeoh, <laughs> by the way. Uh, and I wrote, Everything is Going Great. And then wham! It's riveting. Because, like, wham! All the music. Like, they, it was all George Michael songs, or Wham, because George Michael
1: was a part of Wham.
0: You get it. Very funny if you watch the movie,
1: <laughs> which I did not.
0: Yeah, you should, though. Okay. Speaking of Kayleen, her wonderful sister, Kimberly, one of our other aunts, wrote, which actor would you want to play you versus who
1: would really play you? Uh, I would want, so I watched the movie Other People and related too hard to the main character, Jesse Clemens I feel like if Jesse Clemens dyed his hair brown and got like a perm, he would be me. Who I think would play me though is Ross Matthews.
0: Yes, bitch. Yeah. Every time we watch Drag Race, like my mom is like, because I watch Drag Race with my mom. I, she loves Drag Race. <laughs> if I'm not watching it with you, I'm watching it with her. She's like, oh my gosh, he, he just reminds me so much. I just love him. He just reminds me so much of Jordan. Totally does. You know who I want to play me? You know that little boy with glasses that is Jojo's friend and Jojo Rabbit.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: I would want him to play me, but they'd probably get like Danny DeVito or somebody to play <laughs> me, or Josh Gad or or Fat Jonah Hill when he's fat, not when he's skinny. I think they'll do me dirty.
1: Who do I get mixed up with? There's Josh Gad and another actor. He was in uh the the off Harry Potter movie. Oh, I don't know his name. Uh, I always get them mixed up. They both have like brown curly hair, and they both look the same. They do not look the same. They look exactly the same to me. All right. I just typed in Fantastic Four. <laughs> Beasts. Beasts. And Fogler. Is that really his name? Yeah. Oh, Balls of Fury. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, of course. You know that,
0: that Oscar-winning movie, Balls of Fury. Balls of Fury is great.
1: It's actually good. It's, I remember you showed it to me.
0: That's a good movie. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Next question. I don't know how to tie this in. Eric from Pace Films Productions wrote, What film were you the most hyped for when it came out and then were completely let down by?
1: That is such a great question.
0: Fantastic question, Eric. Way to go. I will say, I don't know if other people feel this way. I mean, I'm sure people feel this way. I don't know if our listeners care, but... In 2009, one of the greatest Saw movies ever made was released, called Saw (laughs) 6. And it was followed up by a movie that promised to end the series. It was going to be the end. And it was going to be spectacular. It was going to have the most traps. It was going to be in 3D for some reason. I, I wasn't sure about that, but... Dr. Gordon was going to come back. It was going to be just this amazing movie. It was directed by the same guy that directed Saw 6. I went in there with my expectations at a 100 out of 10. And I think even after I saw the movie, I was not emotionally ready to be like, wow, that was shit for like (laughs) a year. You were in shock. Yes. I was like, (laughs) oh, that, that was great. I bought bracelets that said, uh, I survived Saw 3D oh and like, God. I mean, I, like it was such a big deal. <laughs> oh, and for the record, I bought into the Kool-Aid and let myself get hyped up for Jigsaw as well. And that also let me down. So then I lowered my expectations for Spiral and guess what? It's, <laughs> it's
1: growing on me. Really, it is. I went through this whole journey reading a particular Stephen King book. And it turned out to be my favorite Stephen King book, and I went and saw the movie, and it was one of the worst movies I'd ever seen.
0: Really, you really felt that strongly it about was that?
1: Really not good. Not no. only was it a bad movie, but they really just bastardized the story in a way that was. I heard how they bastardized uh, the story. It yeah. was ugh. It kind of felt lazy, to be honest, and uh, yeah, I don't like that they did that. I just really I don't like that they did it, and it was a real it was a huge letdown. Massive, massive letdown. Do you want to say what it is though? You have it somewhere. I haven't said it yet. No, (laughs) I feel like I said Pet Cemetery. It's Pet Cemetery. (laughs) You didn't. I don't feel like you did. It's Pet Cemetery. Yeah, it's Pet Cemetery. It's It's still, it's still my favorite Stephen King book. But uh, I, I haven't seen the original movie. I hear it's also not the best. But uh, I feel like it's truer to the book at least. Maybe I don't know. All right, let's get on to
0: the next question. Why don't we? Oh Lord, have mercy. My sister. Wrote five questions. Wrote us five questions. So, okay. They're actually pretty decent, though. The first one, though, is what is Nick getting his sister for Christmas? I'm going to shit in a bucket, and I'm going to give it to her.
1: No, honestly... Are you at least going to wrap the bucket? Yeah,
0: we'll wrap the bucket. No, like, honestly, like, she has everything (laughs) that she could... They just could get anything. Yeah. So, it is hard to shop for her. Very, very hard to shop for her. So... I have no idea, Mallory. It's not like she fucking listens to this shit anyway. (laughs) This is the next one. This is a good one, though. What made you guys want to do a podcast about movies? Clearly she doesn't listen because we've talked about this several (laughs) times. I just know that we have some amazing conversations about movies. I remember sitting up with you on the phone, in person, just like talking about one particular movie for hours before often disagreeing on things but i just was like why the hell would we not want to share our conversations because we're so fantastic we yeah. want to share
1: our knowledge with you all we are we are of such poise and royalty yeah that of course people would want to listen to us two gigantic narcissists <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know why because i i i share you know obviously this is true That's the how it started and i feel like I was like, you know, we talk about movies all the time. Why don't we like just publish them? Why don't we talk about them? Yeah. I don't know why I thought that people would want to listen to us. But. Well, there was
0: a point in time where you are like, I don't know. I just want to do it right. We just got to do it right. And I was like, well, bitch, let's do it right. Are we doing it let's right? Let's do it right. Well, we did it right at one point. <laughs> it, it was right at some point. But I don't know now, but we'll see. <laughs> We talk about movies all the time. It's a huge part of both of our lives. Why the hell not talk to other people about it? I, I know that I loved finding stuff out and like trying to surprise or impress you with some of the stuff, you know, that kind of take three-ish kind of stuff. So the way that the podcast was formatted was based off the fact that like, that's just
1: exactly how we would watch movies. You that know? was your idea too. I give you full credit for coming up with the take three idea. Yes,
0: yes. I'm very smart. Yes. Very wise. <laughs> Who would you say has better taste in movies? Bar none, hands down, Jordan. So you agree? Absolutely. (laughs) I have terrible taste in movies.
1: I love a lot of really, really bad movies. I feel like I too probably have terrible taste in movies. I just am not as aware of it as you are aware of your own tastes in movies. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm just like, maybe, (laughs) (laughs) but like, here's the thing. It, takes me a
0: lot more to dislike a film i think than it takes you yeah so i think that maybe you just have a different certainly a different but probably a much better taste in movies than i do thank you oh he's looking at his nails like he's all fresh so fresh and so clean that's not me being like self-deprecating that is true Who would win in a movie trivia contest?
1: (laughs) That that, bar none. Mallory Mallory
0: is truly one of our absolute best friends in this entire world. I don't know why the hell she has any doubt. about this question
1: bar none so she knows me and jordan extremely well and uh she yeah. came up with one of these questions and was like mm, i really got to even the scales here and then yeah. ask the other <laughs> because yeah. the answer nick the has bad is, taste but jordan <laughs> can't remember shit he's a fucking idiot yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true it's true uh whew. so yeah that would be that would be the film major of the of the two of us. All right, and
0: I saved the best question for last. Who would win in a thumb war, Jordan or Nick? One, two, three, four, I declare a thumb war. Five, six, seven, eight, who do we appreciate? Ah! Oh, you son of a bitch. Oh, you son of a bitch.
1: <laughs> don't bite. Don't bite. <laughs> That's ah! cheating. That's cheating. Don't bite. I yield. I don't want to do this. Alright, he yielded. You heard him. You heard him. He yielded. He yielded. I work with these two lovely people. Uh, I'm going to keep their names anonymous. I didn't ask if they were okay with having their names on here. so just Oh, in case I didn't ask hard. any of these people. Sorry. <laughs> just yeah. in case they aren't comfortable with their names. I'm gonna keep them out. It's a running joke in the escape room. One of my coworkers really loves the movie Homeward Bound. Whether they think it's a good movie or not, I think it's. It is a
0: good movie. Oh my <laughs> god, it's so cute.
1: I think it's it's more of like it's adorable. I, that's what I hear. And-, and you love animals, you will shit your pants <laughs> crying. Oh my gosh, Jordan. <laughs> seriously it's so cute here's the thing my boss who is very well known around the office like just does not like movies at all he, i think it's become a running joke that he's like wow this looks really stupid so it's always been like like oh we're like who's gonna watch it first who's gonna who's gonna think it's oh. like uh or like and i think she just keeps out? like when are you gonna watch it have you watched it yet kind of thing I have not. I do plan to. I will make sure he does. <laughs> I do plan to. Bleep, have no fear. <laughs> I know who this is. Do not worry. I can probably say her name because it's such a it's such a common name. Uh, it's Beth. It's Caitlin. Her name is Beth. Her name <laughs> is Caitlin. So uh, good luck trying to find the Caitlin who said that to me. Uh, this other one. That, <laughs> Why would they want to? Our listeners are like, "Ooh, I want to kill her." She That's listened true. to watch Homeward Bound. That's true. But but I just, I don't, I don't know the. Prices. I get it. I know. I know. I get it uh the other question that i got oh and i have i'm sorry i have three so that was one here's another one what's a film opinion you have that film bros would absolutely lose their minds over what's your film hot take i think everyone knows what mine is can you guess what mine is i know what yours is i know what mine is yeah Mine the shining is that the shining is a god-awful movie and should be banned from cinema and mine is that i
0: don't like the godfather i did not care for it interesting it insists upon itself
1: and it's a quote from something is that a family guy thing yeah, yeah it's a family guy thing did they say that about the godfather or was that about a different movie?
0: yeah okay so they're like drowning they're all gonna drown and he's like and Peter's like i got to admit something or something i don't know something like that and he's like i don't like the godfather and they're all like freaking out like i can't believe you know you don't like the godfather and they're just naming all these great things about it and Peter's just like, it insists upon itself. It insists. I don't, I mean, The Godfather's good, but like, it's not like my favorite movie or anything. Oh, I have one and film bros hate this movie. I love it. I think it's the best one in the series. What? Iron Man 3. Okay. Of the three Iron Man movies, Iron Man 3 is the best and people hate it because of what they did to the Mandarin too damn bad i fucking <laughs> love it it's
1: so good
0: it really is just fantastic so suck
1: it film bros <laughs> and last one from me uh, this is from an old college buddy which we should have him on the podcast we've talked about this for so many times we really do need to commit and and have him on because he's he's a great guy um he says thoughts on watching movies in the theater versus watching it from home who is this this is antonio he actually has his own podcast His podcast is called If Movies Could Talk. Oh my god! I don't know if they're still doing it, but I definitely would love to have them on. Absolutely, absolutely. So thoughts on theaters versus watching them at home?
0: It depends on the movie for sure. I know this is like another hot take probably. I prefer movies at home. Uh, Interesting. The reason being is that I've had a lot of really shitty theater experiences It definitely detracts from the movie. Like I can't zero in my focus to the screen if there are a bunch of screens, if there's talking, if somebody's kicking my chair, any of that. So, for example, Halloween Kills. When that movie comes out, the fact that I have to go see that shit in a theater (laughs) bums me out. But I remember when I saw the first Halloween 2018, I tried to go at a time where there would be nobody. My yeah. friends invited me to go to one of those theaters where you eat, mm-hmm. and I'm like, no, 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 no. I have to be <laughs> scared. I have to like. It just depends on the kind of movie. I don't think we will, but I really hope that we don't ever lose theaters. I still, I feel like I probably prefer just watching it in my living room. I can watch a movie on my phone. Like I, I don't know. I'm not one of those people
1: that's like, I need the biggest screen possible. <laughs> I think I'm the opposite. I don't, I don't need the biggest screen possible. But what I need is immersion i think the unrealistic answer to this question is i would prefer to watch every movie in a theater granted that the theater's empty i have it to myself it's like loud enough bright enough whatever we need to buy a theater i legitimately like it's difficult to do that watching movies from home now i realize that that is unrealistic you can't always have a private theater to yourself Uh, you're always going to have distractions um, I am very sensitive to movie talkers. I hate it when people talk during movies. I, I Again, I, I get pulled right out of the experience if there's like any distractions. So I will say that there are certain movies that I will go out of my way to pick a time that won't be busy. Yeah. That I know that there are maybe only going to be like maybe two or three groups that are going to be in there totally. with me. So I'll, I'll do that with movies that I want to see in theaters. And then there are other movies that I know like this is not going to be some spectacle Maybe it's, it's something that, you know, emphasizes the story rather than, you know, the whole, all the visual effects and soundtrack mm. and score and everything. Um, so there, I, I think I agree that it does depend on the movie. But I mean, in a in a perfect world, I would I would love to watch every movie that I see in like a, a, a big theater
0: experience. And I'd love to get them right when they come out in theaters rather than having to wait. Because like, uh, say a movie like Nighthouse, you told me that you like Nighthouse and I'm like, and you also said, you don't, you can wait. You don't have to go see it in the theater. It's not like that kind of movie, but I'm like, well, fuck, I want to go see this movie. And I'm really <laughs> excited about it. So I went during the day because I didn't want to get COVID and I had my mask on and had my face shield on and everything. And I got up in there and I was the only person in the theater and see that movie was not the right movie to be the only person in the theater in because that is a really fucking scary movie. Uh, and see, I was by
1: myself and I was re- I was looking behind me the whole time. See, uh, like that is a dream to me. And and for this movie specifically, honestly, the people in the movie theater scare me more than the movie itself. Like I yeah. realize now when I see people leave the theater, I get like a little like. Oh my God. Like it's scary. Yeah, I
0: always go in and I make sure I know exactly where the exits are. Like I look at every, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Which is
1: real. yeah, we just need a private, we just need to build a private theater. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Antonio for, yes. Thank you,
0: Antonio. Thank you everybody who's asked questions so far, but we're not done. We're not done.
1: And I'll reach out to you, Antonio. I promise I will.
0: Okay. So, uh, next question is from Troy and he asks, have y'all seen sweet girl on Netflix? And the answer to this is, no, we have not, but we just watched a trailer. And about halfway through that trailer, I was like, okay, I'm sold. I don't need to watch any more of this, so I stopped it. Because trailers can give away shit. And uh, you don't I don't want to watch it anymore? Yeah, I was like, I'm ready for the movie. So, no, we have not, but it looks incredible, and it looks like... I love Jason Momoa and it looks like it's not just you know like a typical action
1: or I think you could probably guess my answer to this this felt very much like a John Wick or a Taken kind of thing which is not really my vibe if you saw it and highly recommend it like if someone said if someone recommended it to me I absolutely would watch it I can't say that that's the first one I would pick off of the shelf no. though gotcha, gotcha gotcha I do love Jason Momoa though and the the Concept seems interesting, for sure. I'll definitely ask Troy how he feels about this as well. Awesome.
0: Excellent question, Troy. Now we have our friend over at Sweet Film Talk, and they asked this question to We Explain Movies as well. How do you separate art from the artists? And when we talked about this before, when we were prepping this, I just sort of gave my answer already to you i don't i can't i have sincere problems watching movies that i know are from filmmakers that have done really shitty things i can still like that movie but it's very very hard to separate and it's always a blemish as far as one celebrity being able to take down an entire movie i think it just depends on what they did like it's a case by case
1: basis, you know what I mean? I don't think I'll ever be able to watch American Beauty again. That's which sucks. That was the first movie that came up in my mind too. Was American Beauty? Like that was the one that was I think soiled for a lot of people. I don't know, and I've not. I I guess I can say the same. Th- I can agree with you because I've not gone back and watched that movie for that very reason.
0: Yeah. Anything with Mo Gibson, like I can't watch The Cosby Show anymore. Like all these bad people did all this stuff that I like, and now I can't fucking watch it anymore. And I obviously that's not the worst repercussion. I'm not saying that. Like obviously, if they did something bad, I don't want to support them.
1: But it's just crazy how many people have done bad stuff. Another movie that comes up for me is um Baby Driver, that is a movie that I've been meaning to see ever since it came out. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that one has multiple problematic actors. I feel like it's just kind of like one after the other after Mm -hmm. the other just kept getting canceled. And I don't, like, is the point to, like, appreciate the art but not support it? Like, if I found a a backdoor way to find this movie that, you know, isn't providing money to it, like, does that excuse it? Like, can I still support it or appreciate it, I guess? It's hard. Like, we're not saying we have the right
0: answer. The other day, Uh, you were like... I know a movie I want to do for season four, Jeepers Creepers. And I was like, Victor Salva, the guy that directed it, is a rapist, a convicted rapist. Yikes. And um, like a statutory rapist. So he raped a kid. That's... oh. So it's like... <laughs> we need I to do, we, Not only will we never do that, but like I feel bad even like celebrating
1: yeah. that movie. You know here's, what I mean? Here's what we, we need to... I feel like I'm ill prepared for this question. I feel like there, this is something that I could very easily like go, like I could research yeah. this and maybe we make a quick take about it. Maybe we have that discussion.
0: That sounds like a fun question.
1: <laughs> I would like I to be able to answer that question if not for anyone else, but myself, like I would love yeah. to to have a stance there. My immediate answer is that like, I don't think I
0: can, but it has not stopped me from watching or celebrating as many movies as it should, yeah, if I feel that way, then I should not be hypocritical about certain movies. And I apologize if someone's like, well, you said this about this.
1: Yeah. And this movie has this person in it. Like, had you not told me that about Jeepers Creepers, I still would have gone on thinking that was a fantastic movie. Like, if I didn't know yeah. about it, I still would have watched yeah. it another million really just, times. I, I just, just
0: don't, I don't want to celebrate that. And like, how, what, how the hell would we talk about that without bringing all that shit up? Yeah. And I don't, uh, yeah, it's it's horrible, very unfortunate, because a lot of great people do a lot of great things, but they just happen to do them with Other bad people. Uh, Eric from Pace Films asked another question. And he wrote, What is a not-so-good movie that you think could be remade into a great film?
1: Uh, Well, I actually really liked this movie. What was it called? It was the one that had Xander from Buffy in it. Oh my god. What was that movie called? Coherence. Coherence.
0: Coherence. Coherence. That is both of our answer. That is, (laughs) that is, that movie has such a, awesome premise and it was made
1: like the person was asleep while they were doing it oh my god it was horribly shot it was it was a little bit distracting i didn't think it was that bad because the plot had me so hooked i was like oh this is so fantastic i would this is my letterbox review is i would love to see this remade with a bigger budget yeah Uh, i think with with the right actors and the right budget and the right direction that could be a fantastic movie Let me read you my letterbox review on that one.
0: This movie makes me so mad. Okay, you have 50 grand, a wonderful idea, and some really talented actors. Instead of spending 10 grand on a decent camera and a tripod, you inexplicably shoot it handheld, found footage style, even though that's nowhere in the plot. That doesn't (laughs) make any sense to the plot. I can't see your fucking movie. Get some lights off Amazon. Pay a focus puller 500 bucks a day because you really needed one. You have like one location. Your actors are all pretty much no names. I just don't see where the money went. I wrote, I've got film school buddies that could take this story and make a feature film in a weekend that looks better than this. <laughs> and they do it for food and beer. Yeah. Anyway, 10 for the idea, 0 for the execution. Yeah. Do it over. I think we've answered everybody's questions, except one. Our most recent guest, Uh Samantha, Mm -hmm. asked, is Jordan's Joan Cusack impression
1: good? It was. Is it now? I don't know. It's been, it's probably been close to a decade since I did my last Joan Cusack impersonation. And that means I'm too scared to attempt it again. You have to do it. I'm not going to do it.
0: We're ending the season.
1: Just try it. All right, do you really want to hear me do an impression? Yes! Okay, here it goes. Yes, yes, oh my gosh, no comparison. I've just been informed that all of your children are missing. Malibu Barbie. And if
0: anything goes wrong, it's my head, all right? It's my head in the smasher. These parents will come
1: down on me like a nuclear
0: bomb. But officer, my husband was in that house. <laughs> holy shit that was fantastic i was so good
1: at it i know yes fantastic fantastic Fantastic. way to go the best the best i want to dedicate that impression to the one and only can you guess who i'm dedicating this to me to you, yes. And to all of my fans out there, especially Samantha, but there's one person in particular that I'm dedicating this to. Jesus Christ. And Jesus, yes, but one step further than Jesus Christ. God Christ. God Christ. Uh, yep. But most importantly. Allah. Kimmy. I dedicate that impression to Kimmy. I know how much she loves Joan Cusack. She is I know she's probably if I'm Joan Cusack's biggest fan. She's like the second biggest fan of Joan Cusack. She got loves it. her a lot. So That's beautiful. Ask her about Joan Cusack. The next nice totally time you see her, will. ask her about June, Joan Cusack.
0: I totally. Will. Everyone, they if you ever see Kimmy, ask her about Joan Cusack. <laughs> it's
1: never, beautiful, I'll,
0: inexplicable why. I'll, I'll
1: never forget. I think it actually got taken out of my Vivarium episode, but I talked somehow Joan Cusack came up, and I was like, "Yeah, she's you know my favorite actress." She and Kimmy goes, "Wait." she's your favorite actress i said <laughs> well she's one of my favorite actresses and then like not even registering that 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 she didn't like joan cusack i just kept talking and then i came, it came back around later i was like wait a second do you not like joan cusack and she just does not like joan cusack the fuck kimmy i you know all right guys this has been a spectacular
0: season uh i love all of you our listeners Thank you so much for tuning in to so many goddamn episodes this season. Jordan, you are the best co-host that I could ever imagine doing this with. And I am very, very, very sad that I have to wait so long before we can do this again. Um, We're literally going to have Halloween episodes, so
1: don't <laughs> don't worry. But
0: I'm going to have to wait double months in
1: September. I need free time. That is something I'm not Free time
0: having. away from Nick.
1: Free time that I've not had. <laughs> he does not have to talk to Nick. All year. If I'm not working my day job, I'm working at the escape room. If I'm not working he's, at the escape room. He's on the room, corner
0: selling his body. I'm selling my this body on the rent corner. here is extremely expensive.
1: Or he has an elevator any other and f- an in-ground pool I do not. in his living room. I do not have those things. But if I'm not doing any of those things, I am recording. And I just, I do need a break. But I've loved you all dearly. And I can't wait for season five. Can't wait
0: till season five. You're going to have to. I mean, season four.
1: (laughs) God. (laughs)